Welcome to the Single Lady Estates podcast. My name is Bobby Wasserman, and I'm the founder of Single Lady Estates. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us. In our first episode, I mentioned that I really wanted to start our series with the positive empowerment that home ownership can hold for women. It can be a key or a stepping stone to financial stability that allows you choice in other aspects of your life. And part of that financial stability includes investing in areas other than our primary home. In fact, a 2021 Fidelity study showed that women actually outperform men when it comes to investing because we tend to play the long game. Yet many of us, me included, are not as confident investing compared to men in general. So today we're going to focus on investing and who better to explain that than Mary Buffett. So Mary has been gracious enough to help us dive in when it comes to investing, which will be explained in a three-part series with an overall focus on how to build your financial home. Our first episode will focus on some general themes, while the following two episodes will be discussions around specific life stages and life choices around the great resignation, or what we're going to call the great refresh. So let me properly introduce Mary. Mary Buffett is a best-selling author, international speaker, entrepreneur, political, and environmental activist. Mary's first book, Buffettology, was co-written with David Clark in 1997 and was an immediate New York Times and Businessweek bestseller. Since that time, all seven of Mary's books have been bestsellers. She appears regularly on television as one of the top finance experts in America, including CNN Business News, CNBC Squawk Box, Bloomberg News, Fox Business News, MSNBC's Headliners and Legends, and the BBC News. Mary also appears as a speaker at some of the world's most prestigious organizations. She's appeared with Laura Bush and the late Colin Powell and other prominent achievers filling arenas around the country as part of the Get Motivated Business Seminar Series. She also has taught business and finance at several California universities, including UCLA. Mary has worked successfully in a wide range of businesses, including extensive work as a consultant to a number of Fortune 500 companies, including Time Warner. She is a former executive at Columbia Records and is a co-founder of her own music and editorial post-production company, Independent Sound and Superior Assembly, where she has worked with many of the music industry's biggest artists. Welcome, Mary. I am thrilled to have you here. Oh, thank you so much. I'm thrilled and I love your show. Thank you. That's wonderful to hear. This is the first of a three-part series, so let's dive right in. I would love for you to share your background with our audience. I am currently unmarried, divorced from Peter. I have three children, two twin daughters and a son. My son is 28 and my daughters are in their 40s. I have a grandson who is 10, who's amazing. And, you know, I, I, I do exactly what you said. I travel, I speak. This last two years, because of the pandemic, I haven't been traveling as much as I used to. And I've been doing more of this online. So it's very exciting for me. And I really am happy that we have a women's audience. I remember when I first started, my whole audience were men. 
and there wasn't any women. And then over the years, and even up until two years ago, now half of the audience are women, which is so great to see. And um, so there we go. We are better investors than men anyway. <laughs> so we must learn as much as we can. Excellent. You mentioned in one of your blogs that 2020 was the year of resilience, and you wrote about economic lessons from the pandemic. How would you characterize 2021, and how would you recommend we step into 2022? 2020 was very difficult, and it was a little more hopeful in 2021. And honestly, that was a lot to do with COVID-19. No one had really seen anything that hit all kinds of businesses and in investing. So I personally, you know, I feel very good about the future, even when the market is down, as it's been very volatile over the last month. I've made probably more purchases in the last month than I've made in a year, just because the market was down, companies that I was interested in were cheaper than what they were actually valued at, and I bought. So that was very interesting. So I'm looking forward uh, to 2022, and um, I think that we're, we're in good shape. As you said in 2020, whether it was the Great Recession um, of 2008 and 2012, we've always been able to recover. In the introduction, I mentioned a fidelity study showing that women actually outperform men when it comes to investing, yet still have less confidence with investing. You have a great story from building skateboards in Laguna Beach and working in the music business to being a globally recognized investor, author, and speaker. What words of wisdom do you have for the single lady estates community when it comes to having the confidence to effectively address financial issues at every stage of life? I think what I would say to them is, you know, I never thought about it. For instance, the skateboards that you mentioned, that industry, clothing industry, everything I did, I did because I liked the people that I worked with. I was excited about what I was doing and I just did it. I just worked. I mean, I had two children that I had to support, that I had no income other than what I would make. And so I just loved what I was doing. And when it came to investing, that was a little more difficult, but being married to Peter and being around the greatest investor, Warren Buffett, you just couldn't help but learn. And it became very interesting to me. And for Christmas, originally he would give us $10,000 in cash. And of course, we would just go out and spend it. It was so great. Uh, <laughs> and then he realized that we were spending it. And so one year he, he gave us an envelope and I was like, uh, is there a $10,000 bill? You know, and it, in the envelope, it was a letter saying, I'm giving you $10,000 worth of a recent stock that I purchased and you can sell it or you can hold on to it. And I just noticed that, you know, just about monthly, it was becoming more 
and more valuable. So uh, soon after, every time he gave us anything, I would just buy more. <laughs> and that's what I really got, in, you know. And of course, being around him and his friends was impossible not to learn. The Fidelity study that I mentioned found that 86% of women who are able to invest agreed that having investments managed by professionals makes life less stressful. Less stressful, yes, but is that recommended? Uh, Personally, I don't recommend it. And, And here's the reason why. Those professionals, there's only two ways that they make money. And that's if you're buying stocks or selling stocks. So you as a value investor, we're buying stocks and holding them for the very long term. So any kind of person who works at at one of those companies, they don't want that. They want someone who's buying and selling and they can tell them, oh, this is a great company, et cetera, et cetera. So one of the first things I'll say is investing is a language. It has its own language and we have to learn that language. Mary, I love that. It really is a different language. Right. Because like if I said the P.E. ratio, well, a lot of people would know that means price over earnings. What is the price of the stock? What are the earnings of the stock? But some people don't. So I say just learn the vocabulary of investing so that you understand what you're doing or what someone is suggesting to you. You know, it's great to get good advice or advice from any of those people, but that's just what it is. It's advice. So take it in. I like to do all of my own investing. And uh, so I don't, I don't particularly like uh, people who invest for me. Yeah, I can understand that. What are your feelings around investment clubs? Well, the good thing about an investment club is that it's a club. So you're getting a lot of different people's feelings, some that you may not have had. So I think that it can be good. It just depends on what they charge, what the situation actually is. But I like the idea of people talking about investments and companies that you may or may not understand. I mean, one of the things that I learned early, early on was invest in what you know. In other words, if I look at my catalog now, my portfolio, everything in my portfolio, I understand. Bank of America, whether it's uh, Berkshire Hathaway B, of course, uh, Coca-Cola, all of those things I understand. Tech stocks, I didn't understand, and I didn't really invest in them, except for Apple, of course. So invest in what you know. Honestly, for women, Look around your house. I mean, I do it. (laughs) I'll be washing clothes and I'm like, I wonder who owns Tide? Who is the main, you know, or things that I use all the time. I look up and find out who's the owner of the company and I call them and I ask them for an annual report and I read it and, and I watch the stock. And so do your homework because 
it always pays off. You tell your kids that, it's the same for you. Oh, excellent advice. And nowadays, our Single Lady Estates community can get annual reports online. Mary, you're also a value investor. Can you explain that? Well, value investing really started with Benjamin Graham, who was a professor at Columbia University, where where Warren went. And there's also Philip Fisher, who was another great investor that Warren followed. And value investing is really investing for the long term and and when i say long term i mean more than 10 years at least and it's something that you're buying companies and that's i I don't want to say stocks because you're always buying a company you're buying companies that over the long term are just going to make you more money And if you look at it that way, you're not in it for the short term. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to buy this, just an IPO. In other words, I've never bought an IPO, which is an initial public offering of a company that's private that finally goes public. And I couldn't buy that because I want to see what a company has done for the last 10 years. That's what I look at. I look at what their earnings have been, what their price has been, reading about who's running it, their management, where they think they're going, and then I make my decision. I heard in your answer some research tips about going through the annual report, contacting the company, and doing some good Google searching for all that information too. Do you have any other specific research tips that people might enjoy? Honestly, if you can get them to send you the annual report, that's a a great thing to have. And then, of course, I'm on my computer. And the great thing nowadays is that you can look up any company and all of their earnings. And you can't imagine how you can get into a company. For instance, I have certain companies that I'm always looking at and I have on my phone, if something comes up in the news, it pops up and I read about it and I learn because it may be an opportunity to buy. Great. At the end of our first episode, would you be able to leave us with your three top tips for women who just want to start investing? Well, (laughs) the first thing is to save money. Anytime you have money, before you spend it on everything and then put aside some for savings for investment, take an investment amount before you start spending it on bills and kids and whatever you spend it on. And it doesn't have to be a lot. I mean, if it's $100 a month, it adds up, believe me, over time. And then educate yourself. Go on line or buy a book and look up words that you don't know and find out what they mean and and talk to people you know you can talk to a broker and ask them questions you know if i called schwab for instance and i wanted to talk to a broker it doesn't cost me a thing and i can ask him a million questions because he thinks i'm going to buy something you know so it's a great free free advice from some Somebody who's in the business. Excellent. Thank you so much for your insight. You're welcome. 
Now that we have some keys to gaining confidence in our next episode, we'll be looking at getting started with investing outside of home ownership. For resources mentioned in this episode, please go to our website at singleladyestates.com. And for resources Mary mentioned, please go to marybuffett.com. In the next episode, we learn more about generational investing. So be sure to subscribe to the Single Lady Estates podcast.